Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you so much for joining me for today's Monday podcast episode where we're going to be talking about the eclipse energy portals and what is unfolding as well as opening up in late May through early June 2021. Now I am going to be speaking about these energies as more intuitive messages as some very clear visuals and guidance that's been coming through a few days prior to the recording of this podcast episode. And it's going to be very interesting to see what else comes through as we're discussing these eclipse energies. In fact, right before I started recording this, I already realized there's going to be a part two of this topic. So this will be part one, and we're going to talk about some of the deeper themes, the soul themes that are showing up for us at this time. Now, I've been feeling like these energies are very big, and that's why I've already done a few podcast episodes for you on these topics. I did an episode called The Energies of the Sagittarius Lunar Eclipse, as well as an episode on The Energies of the Gemini Solar Eclipse. This podcast episode is going to talk about more of the bigger themes that are happening on the planet and some of the bigger shifts that are working with us at a soul level. And in fact, some of these themes have been working with us throughout our whole life. So the Sagittarius total lunar eclipse is at five degrees of Sag. And this is a reoccurring eclipse point that has been showing up for us for a number of years. There was an eclipse in May 2013, May 2002, May 1994, May 1975. So these have all been Sagittarius lunar eclipses that have been unfolding throughout a number of decades now. And what I'm feeling about this particular eclipse is that we are in an acceleration of energy and we're also in a higher consciousness. So much has changed on the planet energetically. There has been a lot of energies removed. There have been a lot of energies that have been taken off planet. Uh, There have been people and soul energies that are no longer on this planet that have been influential and had big energy fields. And what my guides have been showing me is that that energy has been taken off, it's been removed, and it's opened up a lot more on the planet as we undergo a very deep purge and cleanse around the spiritual energies on the planet. And that's one of the main themes of the Sagittarius lunar eclipse is that because this particular eclipse is a total lunar eclipse and it's working with the south node, it's also ruled by Jupiter, which is now in Pisces. There is this huge extraction of energies around unconscious and ongoing spiritual energy, spiritual programming, what we have absorbed or what we've been taught, but they're showing me this energy across lifetimes. It's like cycles and cycles where we've been inundated with particular teachings, belief systems, uh, practices. And the important thing to note is that these are not wrong. And what they're showing me is that this isn't about right or wrong. 
It's about how there has been a top-down approach that has infringed upon individual free will. Where instead of saying, what am I going to choose to believe? Or what resonates with me? What feels correct for me? What am I gravitating towards that I really want to discover or learn more about? They're saying that that approach to spiritual growth has not been honored on the planet. And it's part of the shift right now in a rising up of individual sovereignty around your personal belief systems. And belief systems are Sagittarian energies. And they're saying that what's happened on the planet for centuries and for cycles and cycles of time is that that individual choice has not been honored. In fact, it's been the opposite of a top-down approach where we've been told or we've been punished or we've been ostracized or alienated or persecuted for not going along with what we're told. And this, I'm seeing this as almost every single soul on the planet has had this experience in one or multiple lifetimes. So it has a very deep programming here on the planet and the energy's been embedded in the planet of this is what it means to subscribe to certain ideologies or certain belief systems or to stay in line and do what you're told and follow what you're told to believe and all of these go through cycles and and generations and generations and they're showing me too that a lot of these are generational patterns that aren't even conscious that were never even really considered or thought about they were just the easy path the correct path quote-unquote correct the best path quote-unquote and there is a sense here that For a number of years, if not decades, many people have been rising up in their own consciousness and deciding, well, what do I believe? What is true for me? What does resonate with me in terms of who I am, how I know myself, what matters in my life? So it opens up big questions and not everyone is prepared or ready to face those big questions. And in fact, this is where they're also saying we have to be aware of reverse judgment, where we can't, or rather, we have to be aware of when we're judging someone for not thinking or choosing something that might be better for them, where there can be this energy that goes back and forth of judgment, uh, almost like a ping pong ball that is unconscious, where When you sense that someone might be judging you, then you unconsciously or consciously start to judge them in return. And they're saying that we have the potential now to shift that and to change those patterns. It does take work. It does take ongoing mindfulness. But that what we're shifting on the planet is this deeper understanding of spiritual connections and what it means to be spiritually connected in a way that resonates with you and that's all you need. You don't need outside approval. You don't need others to agree. You don't need to form a group and then create anything to support that. It's like this understanding that part of the earth experience is being an individual, being a sovereign 
energy field that allows others to be their own energy fields as well. And this is how we raise the consciousness in ourselves, as well as how we understand more of what's possible on this planet. So what we're undergoing is a deep purging, cleansing, and shifting of spiritual programming and spiritual connections. And this happens in so many ways, unlimited ways. And it is very personal based on your own lifetime experiences and your own soul experiences. So what I've been feeling here through May and into June is that there could be situations that come up in your life, in your world, that trigger you that really get into something that perhaps feels very personal. And it could feel like it's your truth, it's what resonates with you. It could feel even like there's energies rising up in yourself that you've never seen before. You've never questioned, you've never looked at it. You just, you weren't ready. Maybe you didn't have the energetic space for it. So now this energy is rising up and we're being asked to be very intentional around how we want to move it forward. And with Sagittarius, it's about what are you learning? What are you understanding? How are you growing? What wisdom are you accumulating through these experiences, through these cycles of energy? And because it's a lunar eclipse, a total lunar eclipse, no doubt, the lunar energy is personal. It's subjective. It's about your family ancestry, your genealogy. It's about your immediate family as well, because the moon is about home and where we go to feel safe. It's our emotions inside that maybe we don't always share. And so the moon's energy here is really strongly activated. And I'm feeling it really through the maternal lineage, what mothers have carried and have absorbed and therefore passed on at a cellular level that we are shifting and changing. And so there's a lot here that's it feels like an purge, but like a an upheaval, like the energy like rising up and seeing how programming across generations, but even lifetimes is coming up to be consciously reviewed and looked at and to trust your gut response where you could feel a yes, like, yes, this is true for me. I love this. This resonates. This lifts my energy. I feel joy. I feel alive with this energy. Or you could feel it as that sinking energy of, oh my goodness, no, this is not true for me anymore. I've been carrying this. I've been holding this, but my energy sinks when I feel it or when I think about it. This is no longer my truth. This no longer resonates. And that will show you what you're ready to let go of and shift into a higher consciousness or state of awareness. And so there's this deep purging that's happening within each of us. And what they've been showing me too is, um, so a lunar eclipse is when the sun and the moon are in opposition. And then we have this energy of the earth coming in between the sun and the moon. And it's like being at a dinner party when you're talking to somebody and then all of a sudden someone comes right in and interrupts the conversation and stands right in front of you. Okay, that's the earth. And the earth is interrupting the conversation and there is an eclipsed energy, right? Where something is perhaps a shock or a sudden knowing, a sudden understanding. And what I'm feeling is that this eclipse energy 
of the Sagittarius total lunar eclipse, we're feeling it on both sides, right? On the solar side and the lunar side, but we're feeling it at a DNA level where both the sun and the moon are talking to our cells, are talking to our DNA, and activating deeper soul experiences that we didn't know we were carrying. And this is a gift of consciousness. This is a gift of awakening where you could understand something you've been carrying from your maternal lineage. Uh, That feels stronger. Now, if you're feeling it from your paternal side, trust that. But because it's a lunar eclipse, I feel like the maternal energy is very dominant. And I'm feeling like the energies of both the moon and the sun are talking to our cellular energy fields at a soul level. And we are perhaps remembering some emotional experiences we've had around spiritual programming. And this is showing up in a very interesting way. I'm seeing it as some ancient energies that could feel very alive in our contemporary world. And what they've been showing me is that these energies are activating various stories, various stories across the human experience. And these stories have been very influential. They've been a very big part of our programming. Uh, They've been reoccurring themes, almost like the story keeps going, the story keeps being told, an ongoing narration is happening around these spiritual I just spiritual stories that aren't being fully told. And the information that's left out has been the information around individual sovereignty, personal well-being, personal choice. Almost like stories have been sculpted and molded around certain agendas. And there's a much fuller story that the soul remembers. So it's almost like 20% of the story might be active, but 80% of the story is coming on board or being activated and coming alive in a way that reminds us of our individual choices and our personal power. And so what I've been seeing and and what they've been flashing images, images coming in, have have been very significant. Uh, For example, I've received the image of Jesus on the cross. I've received the images of the Vatican being empty and just empty, like a silence, like corridors are quiet and there isn't a lot of energy happening. It's, it's just silent. I've been receiving visuals of different sacred sites that are being energetically cleansed and it's like they're They're being cleansed with solar power, solar energy, directly from the sun. I feel like there is something coming through that's cleansing out a number of these sacred sites. And there's literally hundreds of them on the planet. And I'm seeing some in South America, Belize, Brazil, Chile. It's like there's so many sacred sites that are being energetically cleansed. And I'm also seeing different locations around the globe that are being shielded or protected from new energy, meaning they are energetic 
locations that are not being purged and they're in fact being intentionally infiltrated by lower energies so that they don't shift their vibration. And this is in fact why some parts of the world are in ongoing wars and civil unrest. Um, There is a desire for these locations to maintain a certain lower vibration. And this is part of the experience of the earth is that we have a full spectrum of energies from very high vibrating to lower and slower vibrating energies. And what they're showing me is that a lot is moving and that in fact, one of the most beautiful images I've been receiving, I mean, it it brings tears to my eyes, is that there's actually a lot more light infiltrating the planet than ever before. And you can interpret this to mean the light has won, the light is dominating, the light is coming through and blasting away the darker, lower energies and entities, and that this is part of the spiritual purging because there are entities on the planet that don't have the best ideals in mind for humankind. And what they've been showing me is how the light is winning. The light has won in some categories. They're showing me it scoreboard (laughs) the light the light is one right here right here right here we're doing this we're taking care of this it's like this agenda is still underway but the energy is coming through so powerfully because there are millions of people who have raised their consciousness and are rising up in their perspectives and understandings within themselves individually, but also as a collective on the planet. So what they're showing me is that this Sagittarius total lunar eclipse is a portal, but it's interesting. It's like a portal in two directions, okay? And there's two directions where you could feel like you're pulled into the past. You're you know, gripped by the ankle and pulled into something that your soul has already been through and you're reliving it. You're reliving an experience. This could be a relationship. This could be something very unassuming in your life even where you're pulled back into a dynamic and you're being given the opportunity to choose. Choose, is this for my highest and best good? Is this what I want? Is this my truth? Is this in alignment with who I am now? And then there are opportunities, of course, to make a new choice, do something different, make a shift. Now, the other energy of this portal is a catapult forward where there's an acceleration into the next timeline, the next experiences where it feels like a car wash, where there's been a lot of exfoliation and cleaning, a lot of purging, shining up, and the energy is moving you into new experiences of growth But you can't take parts of yourself forward. You can't take it all forward. Uh, There's things that have to be surrendered and released because it won't fit in the new frequencies. It won't fit. It will just feel like this doesn't have a place in my new life or this doesn't work with what I want to do next. And there could be a struggle. Uh, they're, They're showing me the energy as like, 
stepping on the left foot and then stepping on the right foot and teeter-tottering back and forth where the struggle or the indecision is the issue because that can signify where you're not trusting. You're not trusting yourself. You're not trusting your needs or your body. You're not trusting what you feel or what's in your heart. There's a lack of trust and that's when the indecision can keep you locked in place. And so they're saying that this energy, this portal, is that some people will feel drawn to a comfort zone, no judgment. Some people will not know what to do, no judgment. Some people will be ready to go and move forward easily, no judgment. What we're working on is how to be accepting of all experiences. And this is the higher octave of Sagittarius. You're accepting of differences, accepting of different opinions, different directions, different pathways, accepting of different belief systems and where there are different experiences of truth and how all of this energy of acceptance allows us to coexist, to coexist in harmony and in peace where we're not trying to arm wrestle each other to be right And we're no longer participating in that experience of the top-down hierarchy where the person, one person has the answers or one person knows best or one person is the one who has the truth and everyone else is smaller. That's all outdated. That's no longer what this earth is about. It feels like there's more people rising up into their sense of truth and power And we are learning how to integrate it and how to walk in the world in that place where we can be at peace with our differences. We can be allowing of where we have different experiences, different belief systems, where we don't have to go to war. And that's where the higher energies are supporting us. And then this is also where there is peace. It's a It's so beautiful. It's peace at a cellular level. It's peace at a DNA level. It's allowing more light within the energy field, within the physical constructs of the body. And it has this energy of calm, settled, flowing, allowing, that puts you in harmony with higher cycles of energy. And they're also saying it can ebb and flow where you feel this sense of peace and calm and then something happens or something triggers you, but then you're able to return to that calm energy, perhaps easier, faster, and clearer. And we are clearing and purging out these deeper energetics of times when we have been persecuted and murdered, stoned, killed, you get the idea, for having differences in our spiritual connections. That programming is leaving the planet for those who choose to participate. Now, there's still going to be very strong programming on the planet, but it's not going to be as dominant and it's not going to be as influential as it once was. And this is where we practice acceptance and practice detachment because part of this shift is also in 
power dynamics where there were many cycles and practices that like I'm seeing people gather together and this is in a place of worship that was intentionally manipulating people and this feels like a few centuries ago. I'm, they're not even giving me a location. It's kind of like they're just showing me a general scenario of one or two people in front of the crowd. And what they were doing was energetically feeding off of the worshipers. And there was a very low level energy practice happening here that when people gathered, they were feeling their energy, like taking the energy. And I'm feeling it from the root chakra up to the up to the crown chakra in some instances. I see it really connected to the solar plexus and the root chakra. And the energy was being manipulated, meaning it was it was something that people weren't aware of. And it was set up as a ritual. It was set up as a way to bring people together, to make them feel connected as a tribe. We're all together. But it was energetically draining people of their power. The power was siphoned off. It was taken off and given to the limited few. And so they're showing me this energy dynamic as a practice that was very devious and There's, of course, karma around that. Uh, There's a lot of karma around that, in fact. And so this type of Sagittarius lunar eclipse can bring about the karma, can bring about the energetic consequences, which is what karma is, because uh, karma is neutral in terms of what energy comes back to you. Karma is like a boomerang where, you know, you put out very good uplifting energy that comes back around. We call it good karma. Uh, Then if you put out this devious or manipulative energy that comes back around and we call it bad karma. But the truth is, it's just the energy. It's just the energetic consequences of whatever you created. And so karma reminds us of our power. Karma reminds us of, okay, what am I creating? What do I want coming back around? What kind of boomerang do I want in my life? And so what I'm feeling is that there are energetics at play here across multiple lifetimes and cycles of energies. And so you could have some type of karma boomerang come back around, but you can raise that energy and work with it intentionally, especially through forgiveness, love-based blessings, detaching, releasing cords. Ho'oponopono can be a good practice. Writing a soul letter, uh, writing out what you're feeling, what you're thinking, uh, writing out any kinds of messages that are from the heart, whether that is forgiveness. They're also showing me this can be energies that you're sending to someone who has passed. And they're also showing me animals like dogs and cats, domestic animals. Wait, and a horse. They're showing me a horse. Um, They're showing me now a donkey. (laughs) Okay, we have a whole menagerie here. Um, They're basically saying this is the energy you can offer anyone. And now they're saying this is the energy you can send to yourself in other lifetimes. Since those lifetimes are happening right now, all energy is in the present, even though we speak of it as past lives or future lives, it's all happening in the now. And so if you have a situation come up that sinks your energy, especially if it involves guilt, shame, 
regret, manipulation, control, power, anything of those lower vibrations, you can send the higher vibration energies to yourself or to another. And that can be part of the energy clearing and cleansing of the Sagittarius lunar eclipse portal. And this feels very loving, very kind, a very unconditional. And now they're bringing me back to this current lifetime. So there could be something that comes up that you want to energetically clear for yourself. And this could even be something that only you know about. And what you can do is be very loving, gentle, and kind to yourself by saying, I accept myself and what I participated in, what I said, what I did, what I decided. And I understand that at the time, that's what felt right to me. And at that level of consciousness, I didn't know better. But now I see it differently. Now I would make a new choice. Now I understand more of what my truth is and how I want to show up in the world. And so you can, it's almost like apologizing to yourself and accepting yourself at the same time in a way that sets you free and releases you from any prison or punishment that you've been holding yourself in. Because this can be self-destructive energies that we hold against ourselves or that work against ourselves. We keep ourselves prisoners of the past or we keep ourselves punished in the present. And I feel like there's energy here to look at what you have grown through, what you've come to understand, what matters to you now, and to practice supreme unconditional love and that's as simple as I am no longer going to hold myself hostage for who I was for what I did what I said what I decided I'm aware now and I'm bigger in my consciousness and in my heart there's there is a heart expansion here there's an energy opening up of the higher heart which is part of the Jupiter and Pisces that's expanding what is in our hearts and that heart energy is one of the portals that we move into that heart space and the heart activation that's very high vibe it's very unconditional love and compassion and this relates to what we're healing across multiple soul experiences and lifetimes of judgment of holding ourselves to crazy high standards of having certain expectations and requirements that weren't healthy. And so another portal is really in that high heart, that high heart energy that I feel comes from the soul. So you're connecting to your soul's essence, the soul's ability to let go, to detach, and also the soul's perspective on this human experience. Where there are other experiences the soul has that doesn't involve the spiritual connections and spiritual programming. It doesn't involve everything on the emotional spectrum. It's like there's very unique experiences that we have here that we're learning how to heal from, learning how to move through, learning how to forgive ourselves, learning how to forgive others, and also remembering 
that chances are you've been on both sides of the energies where maybe you were persecuted, but you've also been the persecutor. Or you've also been the one who told people what to believe, who told them what they had to do. So we most likely have experiences on both sides of the fence. And what we're doing is going higher so that there no longer is that fence. There is that lack of division. There's that removal within our own consciousness that does relate to the lower energies of judgment, power, control, manipulation, etc. So the potential here is very big for these energies to be elevated and to move through many layers of our soul experiences. So keep in mind, there feels like there's a number of portals, energetic portals, and that they can help us advance and accelerate, but they're also going to show us what needs our attention or what needs to be healed. And if you can go higher and see it from that soul perspective, it's going to help you detach and move through it, as well as be the one who opens up your heart for more forgiveness, acceptance, and love. And then all of that speaks to your cells, speaks to your DNA, and that's where you can also draw in more peace and light in your energy field. And you, you can see this is working when things that used to piss you off or trigger you, they just don't get to you or they just don't stir you up as they used to. You know, you're more detached, you step back or you move through it faster. And that's another way that these energies work with us is that you could feel really emotional or really worked up about something and it's just like a quick passing storm that it doesn't linger uh, for long. You move through it because your energy is spinning faster and that's also due to the DNA and cells moving at a faster frequency. So it's quite the energy streams. It's quite a lot coming in. There's a lot that is working with us. We really have to take good care of our bodies right now. You may be very hungry. You may need a lot more water. You may be energized, and then you also might be very tired. So keep in mind that our bodies are feeling these energies intensely in ways that we don't always understand at first, but trust your body's messages. If you need to sleep more, then your body needs that rest. If you're really hungry, then you're processing a lot of energy and your body really needs that fuel. So stay mindful of how your body is talking to you and know that you can trust it as we move through these very big energy periods. So as I said, this is part one and I focus mostly on the Sagittarius total lunar eclipse. I'll be talking about part two next Monday where we'll talk about the portals with the Gemini solar eclipse And that feels like it's more connected to the paternal energies. So it'll be interesting to see what comes up for that. But I hope this has helped you understand what you may be experiencing or how you may be navigating these energies. It is a very big time. We're doing a lot in many realms and it's very exciting as well. It's very exciting to be at a higher place of consciousness where we can understand more of these energetic dialogues. For those of you who have asked, yes, you can still sign up for the 2021 Soul Growth Astrology Webinar where I talk about all the eclipses for this year and there are also 
six individual videos that talk about the astrology of the full year, including all of the Mercury retrogrades and the Saturn-Uranus square energies. And this is a webinar that's designed for you to follow along in your chart, to look at your natal astrology chart, look at where these energies are showing up so you can have a heads up, a heads up around the Mercury retrogrades, the eclipses, all the big energies of the year. So yes, you can still sign up for that. It is below this podcast episode. Thank you so much for joining me. It is always a joy to connect with you and talk about these energies. I will be back every Wednesday and Monday for another podcast episode. Thank you for your likes, subscribes, and thank you for sharing this podcast with others who would also benefit from it. You can find out more about me at mollymccord.online. And in the meantime, I'm also on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. So take good care, friends. I hope that you're ready for this ride that we are continuing on together. And I will see you very soon for our next episode. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.